0: guys welcome to another episode of the blinking nintendo gaming podcast i'm vj i'm going to be your host and on today's episode we're going to be talking about imports 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 so first off let me explain what imports are so imports are games from a region That is not your own. So I live in North America. So that's the NTSC region. So if I got a game from Japan, that is an import. If I got a game from Europe, that's an import. Um, So for the purposes of this show, an import is going to be a game from Japan. And most of the time when you do hear about imports, that's what they mean. We're talking about games from Japan. Imports are really, really fun. And I like them for a variety of reasons. The first reason being... Well, you get a lot of fucking awesome, cool box art that we did not get here in America. That's really the big thing for me with imports. I love the different cover arts that were in Japan. You know, I live in America. We're a culture based on sex, drugs, and violence, but we like to think we're above that for some wacky reason. So in Japan, if there's a little risque cover and it comes out over here, we have to be holier than thou and make it as g-rated as possible and unfortunately that leads to some shitty fucking cover art that we've gotten in the past there's just been some bad cover art that's been here stateside that in japan looks so great and which they brought over here so that's for me a reason i love imports but the main reason really it is a cheaper alternative to playing some of the games or collecting some of the games that you want in your collection and why is that exactly? There's actually a reason behind that, a pretty interesting reason, and it's got to do with culture. So here in the States, we have a lot of big YouTube gaming channels featuring a lot of collectors, and I love a lot of those channels. Guys like Metal Jesus Rocks, guys like Scott The Waz, guys like spawnwave Shout out to those awesome, awesome channels. But those guys are so popular that when they talk about different games, even some titles that are unknown in the community or relatively uncommon, those prices tend uh, tend to spike due to inflation because a lot of times they're talking about games that weren't very popular to begin with, meaning there weren't a lot of copies out there to begin with. Thus, the price of those games are up already and then once they get brought into the limelight, those prices get even higher because now people want to play those games. So that's one reason why collecting is shot up in the States recently. But another reason it's shot up is because of the pandemic and a lot of people are having free time over here and having the ability to play games is a way to kill a lot of free time and so there's a lot of people who maybe weren't into games or gave up gaming years ago and have gotten back into it and want to start collecting or playing some of the games for systems that they played for in the past so a lot of different consoles have gone up recently in price GameCube has gone up a lot uh, PS3 was starting to go up a little bit so that's one re- another reason why Uh, that's been going on on over here but when we talk about the culture over in japan what's so different is that over there they live a minimalist type of life and that minimalist lifestyle that the japanese live is actually influenced by the zen buddhist religion that's practiced throughout japan and what that zen buddhist religion preaches is simplicity so we all know about those japanese uh Capsule hotels, very, very small hotels with pretty much a little bed, and that's it. If you look at images of Japanese houses and the interior decorations, you don't see big shelves full of books and CDs and DVDs and all that kind of stuff. They're just not about that. That's not their type of lifestyle. And that bleeds over into the collecting as well. Not saying there's not Japanese collectors over there. There are. But the amount of how much they collect is just not the same, just because that's not their type of culture. They're not about owning a thousand games or five thousand games or ten thousand games. That's not what it's about. So that's why when you go to different Japanese game stores, they have so many different games that over here stateside are worth a lot of money, but over there are extremely common because people don't hold on to it. So, because of that reason, imports or games from Japan don't cost that much money. Think about a game like Ocarina of Time. That game here states out on N64, not saying it's an extremely expensive game, but it's a game that holds value. But over in Japan, they have bins and bins of Ocarina of Time cartridges, to the point where they're almost like $1 carts. You know, when you go to a game store and they have a $1 bin that's got like Madden 03 or NBA 2002, stuff like that. That's almost what Ocarina of Time and some other games that we'd be shocked to think about are treated like over there in Japan. So that's why games there don't hold as much value as the games over here. So that's probably the main reason why I love imports and why I want you guys to love imports. Because what am I here for? What am I trying to teach you guys? So it's a rule I try to kind of weave through all my different episodes and it comes to budgeting and saving money. Because... Ultimately, I'm here to help your wallet as well as you, okay? And helping your wallet helps you out, too. And as a collector, I like to collect cheap. I never like to spend more money than I need to. So sometimes imports have to be the alternative, a cheaper alternative to play or collect games that I want. Alright, so when it comes to collecting imports, you kind of have to know what consoles you own can play imports. And so we call those consoles region free consoles, which are consoles that if I have a Japanese, for instance, PSP, I can actually play American or North American games on my Japanese PSP because it's region free. So I'm going to run through some of the systems that are out there that are region free, some of the major ones. All right, PS3, PS4, the PSP, like I just said, the PS Vita. The original DS, the Xbox One, those are some region free consoles. Now, pretty much, I can say every, but most consoles can be made region free through methods of modding or through different uh, special disks that you can use to bypass the codes. You can do that. Now, I'm personally not a big modder or a big kind of the action replay or whatever type of guy that uses disc to bypass certain things on the system. That's not me. But if that's what you're all about, hey, props to you. But if you don't want to do that or you're not comfortable doing that, well, like I said, these are the consoles that you were able to play any type of game on. I'll run through them one more time. PS3, PS4, PS Vita, PSP, original DS, the Xbox One. There are some more out there. But those are the main ones that I want to put out there that are region free. So when it comes to collecting imports, you have to understand, we're collecting imports. So most of these games, if not all of them, are going to be in a language that we don't read or speak or understand at all. And so when it, when it comes to that, you have to realize that there are certain, certain genres that just work better imported. Why? Because they're not text-heavy. And you can play them without having to really know the language, other than maybe getting past the, the, the start menu. Or, the, or You know, that might be it. So the best genres, I think, to collect for if you're trying to collect imports would be platformers, rhythm games, racing games, fighting games, and then shmups or shoot 'em ups Those are games that don't require a lot of reading. They don't have a lot of heavy text, and you can play those games without having to know the language of where that game originally came from. So in that same breath, I would definitely say not to Collect anything that's text-heavy. And, and two games, especially if we're talking about Japan, that are super text-heavy, two genres that are super text-heavy, would be JRPGs and visual novels. I would highly recommend you do not get those imports unless you just want them sitting on your shelf to look good because there's no way you can play those games unless you know some, I would say, Japanese or whatever language that game originally was in you're probably not going to know it, which is why you're importing it. <laughs> um, so JRPGs, visual novels, definitely don't get those if you're trying to import. But on the positive side, there are some imports that have English text options. And they're mostly mostly in the 8th generation, so uh, PS4, Xbox One, a lot of those, not a lot, but there are some variants of those games that would be called, and they call them kind of like just Asian games, like that's the region, just Asia. And they'll have like different languages all, th- you know, all throughout from Asia, so maybe Mandarin or Jap- and Japanese and stuff like that. But sometimes they'll include English because, you know, some Asian countries do speak English as you know either a primary or secondary language, so they include that option in there. So if you get an Asian region game, sometimes you're lucky and you can get English text options with those games. But like I said, they're mostly 8th generation. You know, you could maybe see see some before, but 8th gen, they really started doing that. Not a lot, but more often than they did before. So, you know, the most interesting thing about imports to me is where to get them. And there are some different avenues because this is different than just collecting regular games from your region where you can go. We have a plethora of different avenues and options. Imports, it's different. It's definitely different. But your boy, VJ, I got you. I got you back. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. For the people, for you. All right. So I'm going to help you figure out where to go to get these imports. So number one, we're going to start off with a place that I mentioned quite a bit on this on this podcast. You all know about it. Good old eBay. You know, eBay is actually fucking great for imports. Fucking great for imports. And it's the first place I would start if you're trying to find imports. There are so many great things about finding imports on eBay. And one of them, or we'll go through some of the reasons, the prices are really good. I never feel like they're trying to gouge you when you're on eBay for imports. There are actually a lot of great deals on eBay for imports. And what's also great is a lot of those sellers sell a lot of different imports. So they have a huge, huge inventory on their storefront. And so I would say if you see a page that you like, definitely check it out and see what else they have to offer. Because you're probably going to find a lot of different type of imports. And you can save a lot of money when it comes to shipping because you're buying them from the same person. So that's why I love. Buying imports off of eBay. Also, you can see for the most part a picture of what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get. Whether it's gonna be complete, whether it's not. You have an idea of what's coming to you before you buy it, before you get it. So eBay, number one, number one. But there's some other avenues we're gonna explore. Play Asia is a great avenue on getting imports. That's pretty much what they do: is sell imports or a lot of. Um, games from outside the region you live in, normally Asia, because that's why the website's called PlayAsia.com. But what I love about them is I mentioned those English, those Asian region games that have English text options. Well, you can actually sift through that and pick that as a category on PlayAsia so you can get a full list of all the Asian region games that have English text. PlayAsia has a great storefront, and they have a lot of different Asian region games with English text options. That's the huge positive of PlayAsia. There's just a lot of inventory on PlayAsia. But for all the, for the pros that that bring, you know, again, having English text option games in the Asian region, uh, having a really nice website, just having a plethora of, of imports, where that site fails and it fails massively is when it comes to shipping. And I know we all know that getting imports, are, they're, they're coming from overseas, the shipping's a little different. More, normally more expensive, but I feel like PlayAsia just completely gouges you when it comes to price. I just don't think when it comes to shipping, it, it's very reasonable at all. So if you're trying to buy one or two games off of PlayAsia, I wouldn't recommend that. Now, once you start dipping in and buying maybe four or five or six games, seven, eight, nine, yeah, go ahead. The shipping isn't that bad. But for one or two games, I personally don't feel like it's worth it. So PlayAsia, great for what it is. But I would recommend eBay first for sure. If you're looking for Asian region games, maybe play Asia, but those shipping prices, they gotta figure that out. Cause I would use I would use that site so much more if they had more affordable shipping. And I do like how more sites nowadays, not just gaming sites, give you free shipping on really low minimums, like twenty five dollars or even fifty dollars isn't that bad. You know, GameStop I think they do thirty five, I believe. So, you know, they need to be start doing that play asia step your game up come on guys trying i'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to hype you up here trying to put you out there and it's hard when you when you, these shipping prices come on guys all right so we're done with play asia we're moving on those shipping prices got me fucking pissed <laughs> come on guys it's fucking ridiculous it's so crazy i know you're shipping overseas but jesus christ all right this one is really fun this one is really fun we're gonna talk about amazon japan yes Amazon Japan, the Japanese version of Amazon, which is, I guess, what Amazon Japan would would mean. And the website URL is uh, amazon.co.jp. So, if you have an Amazon account, or if you're in the UK or, you know, North America whatever, you can't use that same account on on Amazon Japan. You have to create a new account, but obviously it's free. No worries. But I love Amazon Japan because you're getting Japanese games from Japanese sellers in Japan and Japan. We're talking about imports. what is cooler than that? you're getting uh, you're getting games from uh, uh, people who live in that country. It's awesome. So you, you sign up, you get an account and you just start looking for games and it's the Japanese version of Amazon. So many things on there so many different games because you have to understand all the games in Japan that we never got stateside. So there are so many games that I've never seen or heard of before that look incredible look incredible. So you get on the site, and you can tr- you can use the translation, the translate a little bit. It'll break down some things into English, but not everything. Really, most things are still going to be in Japanese. So definitely bust open Google Translate because you're going to need it for sure, especially when it comes to the condition of the games. When you look at the seller's description, it's all in Japanese. So you're going to have to transcribe that onto Google Translate, obviously translate it, and then you'll see what condition the games are in. Now I'm not trying to, you know, start any wars or anything. I'm I'm an American, but I'm gonna say this: a, lo- a lot of a uh, we're we're pretty deceitful around right here. We're pretty deceitful. Not not too bad when it comes to selling stuff online, but you know, bad enough where you can't trust everything you're gonna buy. But when it comes to buying stuff off of Amazon Japan, they have a different culture over there. They're not about trying to get one over on you. They're not trying to, uh, you know, pull the wool over your eyes or pull the carpet rug underneath your feet. They're not trying to do that. So a lot of times when you see a description, it's authentic. It's not bullshit. It's legit what the condition is going to be. So I do like that when it comes to Amazon Japan. You're just more comfortable when you make a purchase. What you're going to get is exactly what the condition is because Amazon, a couple of people will put pictures up of what they sell, but for the most part, you know, it's it's blind faith. And when you have blind faith here in the States, uh, sometimes you get fucked. <laughs> but if you have blind faith overseas, not as bad. So Amazon Japan is awesome. The only drawback is that, you know, obviously there are Japanese sellers that are based in Japan. And so they don't just ship overseas. A lot of the times they just ship to Japan domestically. So that's, they, that's a problem because sometimes you just, there's games you want and the seller just won't ship it to America or the UK or whatever. But it's not a problem you see. I mean, it's not too crazy. There's not an overabundance of that. You're going to find enough sellers that ship overseas that you'll be comfortable with using this site to pick up a bunch of imports. And like I mentioned earlier, Japanese culture, very minimalist. So there's so many great games on there that over here stateside are extremely expensive, but over there are not expensive at all. All. So the prices that you see on Amazon Japan are, are really good. I, there's, n- they're not trying to pull one over on you. So that's why I love that site so much. Now you're to it's gonna take forever to get those items, but the fact that you got those items for a really reasonable price is worth the long shipping wait. So definitely look at Amazon Japan. It's awesome. It's just cool to browse around. I mean. Like I said, there are a lot of games over there that we never got here or games that look completely different there than when they got brought over here. So it's just cool to look through what they have in Japan. It's it's awesome. So even if you don't buy anything on there, just checking it out, it's, it's worth it. It's worth just looking at it for sure. So the last site I want to put you guys on is going to be RetroBitGame.com. They're a site I discovered just recently. But I love this site. They're awesome. They have an amazing selection of games. Over 700 games on their site that you can buy. All imports. All imports. So right there, I mean, you're going to you're have a field day. A field day. The site's in English, you know, similar to Play Asia. So you don't have to go through translation like Amazon Japan. It's straight there in English. You can read it. You know what the deal is. But another reason I love it so much is because if you really don't know anything about about imports, they have different guides that will give you a bunch of different tips and stuff like that when it comes to importing for different systems. So, yeah, your boy here, I got this podcast, and I'm trying to give you guys some information. And, you know, I hope it's pretty good, but some people don't like audio. They might want to read it, so you can read it from that website. And I even read some of those things, and I learned some things from there. So, You know, their little import guide that they have on there, great idea. I think it's awesome and highly recommend you guys checking it out just to read it. I think it's really, really cool. But, yes, the the site's in English. They have over 700 games. They have guides that tell you about imports. But what about the prices? Are they crazy like PlayAsia or are they more reasonable like Amazon Japan? Well, thank God they're more reasonable like Amazon Japan. Great prices, I would say super reasonable, if you had to see what's on there, I was really impressed with what they had, really, really impressed, so, RetroBitGame.com, I just discovered you guys, you know, relatively, you know, not too long ago, but I dig what y'all are putting down, for sure, I pick it up, I pick it up, for sure, so, to break this whole episode down, this wasn't going to be some crazy long episode, this is just a small little thing about imports, because I just... For some reason, I was looking through my collection, saw a couple imports. was like, hey, let me inform the masses about this thing because imports are fucking cool. And I want you guys to get on this trend as well. Because sometimes, like I said, there might be games that you want to buy in your region that they're, they're just not affordable. They're just not. And importing is your way to still experience and have fun with those games without killing your wallet. So that's why I wanted to bring this to you guys. Like I said, I'm all about trying to... Help you guys save money. And if imports is a way to do that, go for it. Go for it. So, to wrap things up, thanks again for listening. Check me out at blinkingnintendo.buzzsprout.com. That's going to be the podcast website. You guys can also holler at me on Instagram or Twitter at blinkingnintendo. Thanks again. You guys are the best. I love y'all. Stay tuned till next time.